All right, we should be live. Welcome, everybody. Hope you're doing good. Hope I hope everybody's staying sane out there. I know it's tough, or it is for me anyway. Um, we have a lot to go through, a lot of news. I was thinking about doing one last night, but I figured just uh, wait till this um, morning and then cover everything so, peop- so more people see the news. I'd hate for news stories to fall through the cracks. So I usually like to start with a quote or something, but I'm just going to start with something I've been researching. And that is the history of, I guess they call it animal experimentation and human experimentation. Uh, Psychological is what I'm focusing on. Trying to understand, okay, what do they know from studying the scientific literature that we don't know because we haven't looked and it's been hidden from us. And I I think there's a lot that we'll never find that they know. Um, And it, it was actually kind of a difficult job to do the research. I bought a bunch of books, you know, read a bunch of articles I'm going to put out a a video on um, Patreon to supporters. It'll be like a multi-hour video where I go through the top like 30 plus experiments that I think are interesting to talk about. And most of them aren't so, their outcomes aren't as interesting to me as the fact that they were performed and published and um, approved and accepted. And this went through somebody's mind and somebody actually did it. And it's a... That's almost, I'm learning more about just like that side of humans, just like experience, like uh, observing these academic type, but they're actually trying to seek out how, how the mind works and at least it's public domain. Uh, some of these I, I experiments I don't approve of, obviously I disapprove of, but we need to talk about them. So this first one, I want to just talk about one here, uh, the monster study. It was called the monster study because Everyone was like, wow, you're a monster for doing that. So um, it's this guy, Wendell Johnson and graduate student Mary Tudor. They took 22 orphan children, gave half of them positive speech therapy, praising the fluency of their speech, and they gave the other half negative speech therapy. Um, And they belittled the children for speech imperfections. So what they were actually trying to do is induce stuttering in these children who didn't have a speaking issue. And they just belittled when there, when there was no issue. And it actually caused, according to this, it's a very small study. I mean, and no one wants to replicate it, obviously. So it's like, do we trust the data? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But they say that the students like really clammed up, as you would expect, and, and didn't want to get that negative stimulus or the, the negative response. Uh, so they would just not speak or they would be so worried that they would mess up that they would mess up. So I just think we should we should know about this stuff so we don't end up doing the same thing to other people un, unknowingly. You know, I think we should try to be um, supportive to people when they do good things and uh, not unnecessarily critique them because that can have a, a paralyzing effect on people. So that's my takeaway from this study, other than the fact that this Wendell Johnson person and Mary Tudor are evil and wicked. Okay, moving on. This is very interesting. So you know how people have been concerned about the election legitimacy and uh, whether the votes would all be counted and if anyone would get, if anyone would commit fraud and get multiple votes in. Uh, We've seen allegations from both sides to the other side. So what's interesting here is I, we're now seeing images pop up and hopefully I don't get like copyright restriction. This is a a fair use for news, but there's just apparently a, a landfill with a bunch of 
um, envelopes, obviously the mailing or the vote uh, envelopes, and you can see from the different um, stamps and return addresses that th these look like they were completed by different people. That's just my assessment. But yet they're all together. They're all in the same pile and in a landfill. Zip code 74928, Sonoma County, California. So I'm not sure. I mean, this could be... I don't know what, what this is, but it looks pr looks pretty damning. Um, I haven't seen any mainstream stories about this yet. Let me refresh. And shout out to the chat. Hope everybody's doing well. Can you hear okay? It says, at worst, these are empty envelopes in which ballots or ballots in security envelopes are returned to the electoral board. See how flat and flimsy they are. Vote by mail is safe. So that's that's not my stance. I'm just reading that comment. So are these spent envelopes or are they... Now I've got to look at this image again. Do you guys think this is... Um, I mean, I, I can't tell. Those could be empties. All right, moving on. We got, we'll keep a lookout on that. Okay, so they, they uh, rolled out their new restrictions in the UK concerning 10 p.m. cutoffs. And these are city inspectors walking around looking through <laughs> this image here. This I think this is a man looking through a peephole. Looking through a, uh, or is that like the mail slot on uh, this door here? And they have like a big, I mean, isn't that a big like window right next door or <laughs> to the side? But the uh, UK authorities are sneaking around looking for people um, operating illegal speakeasies. And here's some more photos. This guy is up close and personal. He's getting his COVID all over that window pane. Keep your COVID to yourself, dude. All right. Uh, next up, we have Kate Shimarani has apparently been arrested. I don't know if she's still in custody or not because she hasn't posted anything. And I would be surprised if she didn't post after she was released. So this was as of um, yesterday or two days ago, actually. Um. In the morning of the of September twenty third, like what's going on here? Does anybody know the whereabouts of Kate? Is she okay? Let's let's watch. This is somebody that was um, in the vicinity, who actually let me show you this. This is her Twitter, and uh, this was her last real tweet, September twenty third. She says, "Doctor Kevin Corbett for Health Minister," and uh, I'm not sure exactly who Kevin Corbett is. But, oh, that's the guy here. Okay, I was going to see if it matched up. Kevin Corbett here is holding a sign that says, curfews equal Nazification, which I, I agree with. Let's listen in. December 2020, I'm outside the Houses of Parliament. I've been campaigning all day with Kate Shimarani and Fiona Hine 
and we've just had the CID, the Metropolitan Police, arrest Kate and Fiona. I presume for their taking part in the Trafalgar Square rally a week last Saturday. This is outrageous. We're just free people on the pavements of London and they were arrested quite aggressively and spread the word. Footage has been taken of, of their arrest from the streets of this country. The 23rd of so that is very concerning. 23rd of September, Kate Shemirani has been arrested. If uh, the moderators could share the link to her uh, YouTube, I'd appreciate that. Um, let me find a link to her Twitter in case anybody wants to connect with her over there. But, um, okay, let's see. I think we have a clip of the arrest. And then you can tell that the police are really trying to cover up um, any any uh, perspective on this. They apparently can see how evil they are and don't want, to, don't want it to be um, immortalized in film. So let's watch this. Can you call Richard? Jeff? I'm not tell you again, mate. Move out of the way. Can I have a word, word with you? So can you sit, Jeff? Is that? Jeff, can we stand over here? Please? My name's Please, not Jeff. Well, she's calling you, Jeff. I'm not Jeff. Jeff, can we have a quick word? Come over here. We'll have a quick Don't chat. Don't push me. I'm a, Do not listen, push me. Listen. Do not. Jeff. So they're pushing this guy out of the way so he can't film, but you hear at the very beginning, Kate says, why am I under arrest? So people are presuming that it has to do with the Trafalgar Square rally, which she, uh, she participated in. This is crazy. This is happening in Britain, in the UK. So I just can't believe it. Can't believe it. She's, she's great. I really appreciate her work. I don't agree with everything she says. But I, like I always say, she could, I mean, she's probably, she probably knows more than I do. So, um, or I always say like the person could be right or could, could have looked into it more, but, uh, Kate seems really well researched is why I said, uh, she probably knows more than I do, but I, I haven't seen the evidence to everything she says, but then again, she may have, and I, I'm not going to discount it, but, um, I just am very concerned of what's happening there. We need to keep an eye on that. Uh, I don't know why she hasn't been released yet. So uh, let's keep going. This is a very strange article on Huffington Post. The death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg pushed me to join the Satanic Temple? Jamie, guest writer, writes on Huffington Post Personal. I am a 70-something attorney and mother who lives in a quiet neighborhood. Okay, whatever. Um... I'm not the type who would normally consider becoming a Satanist, but these are not normal times. <laughs> so, the world's really weird. What's a weird religion that I can embrace? Oh, let's go. No, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I haven't read the article. I don't really want to, but I'm just trying to see, like, okay, what are they throwing at us here? Um, did you know, oh, speaking of the word weird, I looked it up in this... Uh, Noah Webster, 1828, American Dictionary of the English Language. Weird means skilled in witchcraft. And as of 1828, it was not in use. So apparently it made a revival. I didn't know that. It meant skilled in witchcraft. But another word that I didn't know what it meant is mega. And if you look up mega, 
um, you'll find Magus. And that's a sorcerer or a witch. So, and uh, that's straight from Latin, I think. So it's very strange to see um, all these words being used. And I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's nothing. Okay, um, I didn't show this yesterday. I still don't know if I want to. I thought I had it queued up for yesterday, but I'm sure you've all seen it. It's gotten 3.6 million views, at least on this Twitter video here. It's a Seattle police officer riding up on his bike. Oh, I guess we saw it. Um, Riding up on his bike, there's this guy laying on the ground, and this cop rides his bike over the man's head. And if you've ever ridden a bike, you know how difficult that would be to do. And it's just, it's so disgusting and inhumane and everyone um you know we're all supposed to feel bad for that police officer who got hit in the head with the uh with the bat and I do feel bad for him unless he's this guy here but I mean this is so much worse than getting hit in the head with the bat with a helmet on I would think I mean I could be wrong I'm no I'm no doctor but this looks extremely painful for this guy to put his entire what 200 plus the the bike 220 pounds on this guy's Head. I mean, I guess it's spread across the two wheels, but, ah, oh, man. Uh, Rune says he must have killed him then, unless it's a puppet. Well, that's a good point. I mean, how much can somebody take? I mean, that's... That would push me to the, the, the end, the edge, but I guess we'd have to watch again. I think he's a real person. I mean, why he was laying in the middle of the street, I have no idea, but, um... You, you arrest him at the worst, right, from the police perspective. You don't ride over his head with a bike. I mean, that's not going to help your cause. It's not going to get anybody on your side. I mean, maybe some sickos. So um, this was something I had queued up, but the other pictures that we got of the... Let me show that again to newcomers here. These are all the ballots that... Or I don't know if they're ballots, but they're envelopes with maybe ballots in there. Um found in a landfill in some Sonoma County and people are worried if that but I haven't seen a news story a big news story come out from that so it could be nothing uh this one is interesting military ballots were discarded and found on Monday September the 21st I mean how much of an a-hole do you have to be to throw out military ballots it's like just just think about that for a second. I mean, I don't really support the military uh, campaigns that the United States does. But, I mean, that's kind of a a-hole move to, to, you know, can't just throw out somebody's voice because they'll probably vote against you. This has been, been making the rounds on uh, Twitter and YouTube. I don't know what to make of it. I just kind of wanted to comment on it. You'll see it's a mask with a... A near field communications chip or I don't know if it's RFID or near field communications but the guy holds his phone up to it and then it opens up a map location it kind of feels fake to me like I don't know why his phone automatically picked up like what is that is that an Apple feature it looks it looks kind of fake I mean the ma the the mask actually looks like it's like highly produced like a good quality then they rip it open and they find this little 
thing in there. So I, I just wanted to comment on it. I'm not like convinced that this is they're tracking people with the masks or anything, but this is a weird clip. So I just kind of make, I, I think this could be fake. I'm sure most masks aren't going to have this in it. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm not sure, but I would, I would imagine we would have seen more videos come out, right? If, if this went, got viewed 617,000 times, do you think people would go over to their box of masks, pick one out and see if it has one in it? All right. Oh, let's watch some of this. This is, um, <laughs> this is the press, whatever it's called, press conference at the White House. Let's watch. Gotta speed it up a little. Good afternoon, everyone. The radicals are in control of the Democrat Party. <laughs> she always has like a one-liner that is just, it's, it's really funny, but also it's like, is that even true? <laughs> is that a good, is that a good, um line to start with but it is she's like the radicals are in charge of the democratic party and that might have been something trump or some some writer somewhere just you know i don't know where these lines come from but i mean yeah she probably didn't come up with that line right let's watch that one more time good afternoon everyone the radicals are in control of the democrat party Make no mistake, Democrat radicals want to shatter norms and disregard precedent for the sake of the very norms and precedent they claim must be safeguarded. They've proposed court packing, an egregious idea. They've entertained impeachment as punishment for the president exercising his lawful Article 2, Section 2 authority to appoint, uh, nominate rather, a justice to the Supreme Court. They've advocated for the abolition of the Electoral College. These are all the tactics that they're using to sow chaos and discord. Likewise, they're endorsing a mass mail-out ballot system that will likely lead to the kind of week-long delay New York witnessed in its recent primary. Far-left radicals resort to tactics like this to push their extreme agenda because they cannot win on the merits. They cannot succeed based on the will of the American people. This administration will continue to call out these tactics while Democrats should end their petty politics and get to work. And with that, I'll take questions. John. Yeah, Kelly, I wonder if you can just clean up or clarify something the president said yesterday. Um, if he loses this election, can you assure us that there will be a peaceful transfer of power? You are referring to the question asked by the Playboy reporter, right? I'm referring to you with the president being asked if, if there would be a peaceful transfer of power, and he did not uh, say yes. Yeah, so we... I'm asking, will there be a peaceful transfer of power if he loses this I election? I believe that question asked by the Playboy power. In fact, I think I have it right here. Uh, he was I'm asked, he was asked when, lose, or draw, whether he would accept the transfer of power. I'm not entirely sure if he won, why he would accept a transfer of power. That is um, maybe the deranged wish of that reporter, but that's not how uh, governing... So uh, just for the record, I am playing it at 1.5 speed so we can get through it a bit faster. But I, I think this is interesting. We heard from Trump's spokesperson here um, what their arguments are, what they're concerned about, the mass mail-out voting. And I think it's going to be a, a huge mess. And I think uh, even if it's not, even if somehow it gets executed flawlessly— it could easily, I mean, people could easily cast reasonable doubt on the results. And why wouldn't they? There's too much to lose. Both sides wants to, want to win. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a huge, huge mess. And, I mean, just look at this photo. I mean, what are we looking at here exactly? Um, are these a bunch of ballots? I guess people haven't even voted yet, though, right? Like, isn't this a bit early to find a bunch of completed ballots maybe it was for the primaries or something maybe it's just a mislabeled uh story but uh oh that reminds me clicking ahead we're gonna get to the project veritas um news which i think is very interesting concerning um what is it ballot harvesting 
they say that they have like the biggest story Project Veritas has ever done. And that's exciting if you followed their work. So let's watch a, li- a bit more of um, uh, McKenney, McKenney here. Very direct and very simple question. If the president loses this election, will this White House, will this president assure us that there will be a peaceful transfer of power? It's a very simple question. The, the, president, the president will exe- accept the results of a free and fair election. Uh, but I think that your question is more fitting to be asked of Democrats who have already been on the record saying they won't accept the results of an election. Um, in fact, I have several of them here for you. South Carolina Democrat uh, Jim Clyburn has said uh, that Trump is not going to win fairly. Senator Barbara Boxer has said that the only way Trump will win is to steal it. That's according to Democrat Senator Barbara Boxer. Uh, the Washington Post has noted um, they have a headline Democrat may not trust the results of the election if Trump wins. And then you have uh, that beautiful quote from Hillary Clinton that Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstance. So I think your fitting is more question, more uh, fitting, a fitting question for Democrats. Yes. Haley, uh, Haley, just understand this clearly. Are the results legitimate only if the president wins? At a time when most... You- <laughs> they put the commercial break right there. Um, are the... <laughs> let's, let's watch this again. Are the results only legitimate if the president wins? And... Uh, I mean, it's we know where this is going. It's so funny to see it happen, though. But I know it's all for show, but it's it's hard not to. Uh... All right, let's just watch. I'm actually going to brew a coffee, and I'll be in the chat, and we'll watch here um, this press conference at 1.5 speed. Here we go. The American people. So for clarity, if he loses and it's free and fair, he will accept. I've it. answered your question. He will accept the results of a free and fair election. Let me ask you about Breonna Taylor, if I can, right now. First of all, I have just a little housekeeping. Has the president spoken to the family of Breonna Taylor? I'm not aware of any conversation that they've had, but our hearts do go out to our family. Has the president spoken to the officers who were shot last night in Louisville? I'm not aware of any conversations. So the president spoke to the officers who were shot in Los Angeles, but to this point, there's no indication the president at any point in the last several months has spoken to the family of Breonna Taylor. I guess why not? The president routinely um, speaks to victims of horrendous um, tragedies. I've been here when he's um, met with the parents who lost uh, their children to instances of police brutality. Um, It was a really beautiful meeting, and the president um, consoled them. He's talked to the widows who've lost um, their husbands to police officers. He's um, spoken to widows of fallen soldiers. He routinely reaches out to victims of all kinds of atrocities. No continue. To do that. What is the president's yes. message to the family of Brianna? I heard what you said. We grieve for them. But what is the president's message to the family of Brianna Taylor that does not believe they received justice? That our hearts go out to her. Um, it was a horrible tragedy that happened, and that our hearts also are with the two police officers who were shot last night in the Louisville riots. When you say our, you mean you mean the White House, including yes, the president? Yes, I speak on behalf of the president. Yes. His thoughts go on. I am the president's spokesperson. I speak on his behalf well, here. Fact, one of the said that the ben, go ahead. Ben. So, Kelly, yesterday when the president said, "Get rid of the ballots," there won't be a transfer. Frankly, there'll be a continuation. Which particular ballots is he talking about? Wanting to get rid of, and why does he think that would help him get elected? Uh, the president wants to get rid of mass mail-out voting, um, and that's not because it, he said clearly that that could go either way. It could damage either candidate's um, chances because it's a system that's subject to fraud. In fact, in the last 24 hours, police in Greenville, Wisconsin, found mail in a ditch, and it included absentee ballots. Um, and also, I can confirm for you that Trump ballots, um, ballots for the president, were found in Pennsylvania. And I believe you should be getting more information on that shortly. Here, in the last 24 hours, they were found cast. The president has always made the distinction that absentee ballots, where you go through a process where you request a ballot um, and you mail that in, that is a system that works, but a system where you mass mail out to voter rolls, which are not kept and maintained, where in Los Angeles County, for instance, you have 120% of the county enrolled, that system is untenable, it doesn't work, at least to what we saw in Nevada, where there were ballots languishing in trash cans and pinned to apartment boards. Okay, and finally, uh, today, FBI Director Ray testified on the Hill that he has not seen historically any kind of coordinated national voter fraud effort in a major election, whether it's by mail or otherwise. So if the president's own FBI director says this isn't a problem, why does the president keep saying it is? Well, as Attorney General Barr has said, we've never had an election where we've done mass mail out voting like this before. Um, I would point you to a bipartisan study um, done by none other than 
Representative Jimmy Carter, who said that these mail-in votes remain the largest source of potential fraud. And he even cited an example of a 1997 Miami mayor election that resulted in 36 arrests for absentee ballot fraud. That election had to be rerun and the results were reversed. Uh, that is an example from 1997. But there are many others like Patterson, New Jersey, where four men were charged with voting fraud recently. Four more men were charged in California. And there's a ton of examples. I could get you an encyclopedia of fraudulent examples of that. The ballots are going out. If the president does win, will he still think it was rigged and fraudulent? I've already answered this question. Yes. Kaylee, uh, the president's niece uh, filed a lawsuit in New York State Court today alleging that the president and two of his siblings had cheated her out of millions and squeezed her out of the family business. And we were hoping to get a uh, reaction from the White House. Yeah. I all right. So I don't know if they're going to say anything else that's interesting there, but I did just score a coffee out of my coffee machine. So I'm a happy camper. Um, let's see if there's anything else after this uh, message from their advertisers. You got yeah, this is Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> exactly. This is Operation Warp Speed between 2013 and 2017 and what the president has delivered. Um, and, and I think we have a graphic to that effect. I'm not, I'm not sure if they were able to put it together in time. Um, but with Obamacare, it is a fact that from 2013 to 2017, premiums in this country went up. In fact, they went up by 105% on the individual market. Um, and you contrast that with President Trump, what he's managed to do um, by rolling back a lot of Obamacare. And we've seen premiums on the individual. All right. They're going to talk about the medical takeover. That's a topic for another day. All right. Uh, this is very interesting. I hope I, hope I could play some of this. This is Joe Biden talking to Axios about his son and possibly, um, well, the, <laughs> let's just watch a little bit. I've got to pause it probably a number of times. To serve on the board of a Ukrainian energy company facing serious corruption charges, you were the vice president running point on Ukraine. The average Joe hears that and says... The, av the average Joe... <laughs> Do you ever does, does that ever happen to you when you're talking to someone and you just use all of the um the expressions that you probably shouldn't use your your subconscious just brings them up you're like oh I'm talking to Joe so I'm gonna say hey Joe <laughs> like the Jimi Hendrix song and I'm gonna say the average Joe all right let's just keep going that sounds fishy what's your understanding of what your son was doing for an extraordinary amount of money I don't know what he was doing I know he was on the board I found out he was on the board after he was on the board. I found out he was okay. And that was it. And there's nobody. Well, no you've had a lot of time. Isn't this something you want to get to the bottom of? No, because I trust my son. But that doesn't. <laughs> Is this something you want to get to the bottom of? No, I, because I trust my son. And then this, this interviewer's face is classic here. First off, this is a classic expression. No, no, I don't want to get to the bottom of this. Can we play that no one more time, too? Probably around right here. Nobody, well, you've no had a lot of time. Isn't this something you want to get to the bottom of? No, because I trust my son. But that doesn't pass the smell test. Like when you're vice president, isn't there a higher standard? Don't you need to know no. what's happening with your family? Don't you need to put this interview, man? It's classic. <laughs> He's trying to explain why he should care if his son is corrupt. Down some guardrails. Unless there was something that was there was something on his face that was wrong. Unless it's obviously wrong, no, I don't want to get to the bottom of it. Nothing on his face that was wrong. So, look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's talk about Trump's family. You want to talk about problems? That's his favorite tactic. When they ask him something, they'll be like, uh, 
Joe, are you thinking about packing the Supreme Court? And he's like, you know what? I'll tell you why I'm not going to answer that. Trump wants me to talk about that so he can change the subject. <laughs> it's like, okay, Joe. This is... So, <laughs> you so, guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. So you think that everything that happened was kosher? You know there's not one single bit of evidence. Not one little tiny <laughs> bit. Anything He's so aggressive. <laughs> I love watching Joe on the campaign trail. He's like, he'll do things I've never seen anybody do. Um, he's like sticking his hand in this guy's face. It's like an intimidation tactic, but he's on camera. Um. Single bit of evidence. Not one little tiny bit to suggest anything done was wrong. You know that, but you keep asking me these questions. It's okay. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, one of my favorite clips ever. So shout out to Axios for putting this together. Please do not take this video no, down. You're, you're, you know, you're doing what you have to do. But I'm not worried about it. Look, the American public knows me. Last one on this. Uh, <laughs> he, this is funny, man. We got to watch that one more time. He says, last one. And Joe's like, oh, thank God. He says, on this. And he just... <laughs> He, he has a visible sign of distress. American public knows me. Last one on this. Uh, say you're elected, you're in office. What guardrails would you have to be sure that your son, your brother Jimmy, doesn't uh, do anything to trade on the family name? They will not be engaged in any foreign business because of what's happened in this administration. I don't know if there's anything left in this interview, but let's see. Seeking patents for things from China. No one's going to be engaged in that kind of thing. So no foreign business for Correct. your relatives in office. So that was just a fine specimen of film right there. All right, moving on. Uh, Jerry Nadler appears to have fallen asleep. I don't know if it's, you know, it could just be a the time the photo was taken. People are also giving him a really hard time for this um, awkward little shuffle he did leaving the podium. People think he might have had an accident or something. I, I can't, you know, confirm or anything. People are kind of childish about that, but um, it was a very strange moment. <laughs> Sanders uh, is now saying Trump is aiming to delegitimize the election. So we heard earlier from Trump spokesman saying the Democrats are going to delegitimize it. And, oh, look, uh, Pelosi saying or no, who was it? Clinton saying that uh, Biden should under no circumstance uh, concede. And here's the Democrats saying they're also going to throw a hissy fit. And I'm not saying that uh, someone who gets screwed over shouldn't be allowed to contest it, but it just looks like we're on a collision course. And what's going to happen is just total decimation of trust in the American elect election process, which I don't think people should trust. But the problem is, why are they doing this, right? And the only thing I can think of is to drastically change the way things are done in their favor. So I, I'm kind of buying things like election guard. Um, I think that that makes the most sense for them to try to roll out some sort of a super system that handles it all for us, but that could be totally rigged, unlike how local elections currently are a bit trickier.
All right, let's watch a little bit of uh, our friend Bernie, who's thankfully not going to ask us Daily for routines change, but contributions again. Okay. You got to sit through this black screen for four more seconds, it says. Here we go. I'm going to talk about is something that in my wildest dreams, I never thought I would be discussing. And that is the need to make certain that the president of the United States, if he loses this election, will abide by the will of the voters and leave office peacefully. What I will be discussing today is the danger that this country faces from a president who is a pathological liar, who has strong authoritarian tendencies. All right. Well, I'm not going to disagree with him there. I know that's going to piss a lot of people off, but they're all pathological liars, Bernie included. So I'm not I'm not singling Trump out. But where is Bernie right now? That's my question. I mean, it says Washington, D.C., but... Where is this room with the blue curtain and a bunch of big uh, gold-fringed American flags behind him? Sanders delivers speech on saving American democracy. Do they just have, like, a, a room in Washington, D.C. that you can rent for, like, 20 bucks an hour for, for these sellouts to do their spiels? Who neither understands nor respects our Constitution and who is prepared to undermine American democracy in order to stay in power. With less than six weeks left to go in this campaign, it is my fervent hope that all Americans, Democrats, Republicans, independents, progressives, moderates, conservatives, come together to defend American democracy, our constitution, and the rule of law. Let's defend the rule of law says Bernie. Speaking of defending the rule of law, here are some concerning pictures coming out of new police equipment. This is what they call, well, I don't know what it's called actually, but it's like a taser shield. So I guess it's kind of like one of those, have you ever had those like fly swatter things that are electrified? And if the, the fly connects any two of the wires, it just gets toasted. That's kind of what I'm thinking this is. Like if you connect any two of these things, these two, these metal components that you complete the circuit and that's no fun for you. So, I mean, this, is this, is this where we want to live? I mean, seriously, taser shields. I mean, it's pretty crazy stuff in my opinion. I'm sure some people think they need it, but that's, that's concerning stuff. All right. Um, next up we have. Let's see. Uh, this is a reporter saying anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, and protesters against Governor Murphy's coronavirus restrictions holding protest outside NJ State House, not socially distancing, not wearing masks. So it's just a reporter like spinning around shaming people for exercising their constitutional rights against tyranny and standing up for what's right. So shame on that reporter, in my opinion. Uh, here's a reporter that I really like, James O'Keefe. Um, he is really hyping up this uh, September the 28th date. 
that they're going to be putting out what he's calling the biggest story they've ever done. Prepare to be shocked. Hashtag ballot harvesting. They bought a website called ballot-harvesting.com, I believe. Or it says they're having technical issues with that. Um, hmm, that's all right. So, but like he says here, they've been doing a great job for years and years and years. And this is the biggest story they've ever done. That's a big, um, a big claim. This guy here, who we heard about a while ago, actually, I don't know if I, I don't know why I heard about him. You might not have heard about him. Um, CEO of My Pillow uh, says, I have seen the proof. And then James O'Keefe retweeted that. So, um, like if we go to James O'Keefe, let's see if he's saying anything new here. I'm just looking, okay, uh, yeah, he retweeted the guy who said, I have seen the proof, exclamation point. So, why this guy's seen the proof, I'm not sure, but James O'Keefe is going to break that story, so I'm looking forward to that big time. Um, before he announced it, about like 10 hours before, he posted this tweet that I thought was really interesting. He just said, these are the times that try men's souls. So I think he's kind of anticipating some persecution coming his way. Uh, here's another uh, interesting claim they make. We are about to expose the largest voter fraud scheme in American history, and it's worse than you could have ever imagined. Let me read that one more time. We are about to expose the largest voter fraud scheme in American history. And it's worse than you could have imagined. Than you could have ever imagined. And they're, um, they put their donate link. I'm tempted to, to throw them a few bucks. I appreciate them protecting the voting process. Not that I'm, you know, I think there's other ways they rig the system other than the, at the, the last second once people cast their votes. I think it happens before that, right? So the, the two parties rigging their candidate to some extent. Or it may, you know, puppets ending up on the ballot sheet so that whoever you vote for, you know, you can't really win. And uh, everyone being so much the same and indoctrinated into thinking and wanting the same things. Uh, that's a big issue. So I'm really excited. Uh, so what day is today? The 25th. So on the 28th, which is Monday. So this article says Boris Johnson faces growing uh, backbench rebellion as up to 50 Tory MPs and a minister oppose lockdown, which sounds good. Then you realize, like this person says down here, 650 MPs total. So, I mean, 50 isn't that much. It's it's very sad situation. Now, um, this article came out. I'm not going to read it because I think we have another one that updates this. This says McCarthy threatens motion to oust Nancy Pelosi if she tries second impeachment. Um, but I think Pelosi's come out and said that she's not going to try a second impeach a second impeachment being quoted as saying he's not worth it or something like that. 
Um, let's see. Okay, here's another arrest that happened. Actually, we have these two people get arrested at Moscow, Idaho, in addition to that other man that we saw. Uh, let me refresh, because I think the thumbnail has it. We have this guy in the the orange shirt, this one in the blue shirt, this one in the blue shirt. And it just makes me so mad to see people getting arrested. Um, it really it really makes me pissed off. So um, let me share this in the chat if you guys want to watch the full video. It's just so, it's such nonsense. It's tyranny and, you know, oppression. Speaking of tyranny and oppression, this is in Madrid. This is how protesters are being met. Tackled, hit with sticks. For disagreeing with the authorities. It just shows how far the jackboots will go and how little they have to really understand the situation to follow stupid orders. All right, so that's Madrid, Spain. Next up, this is one of the craziest things I've ever heard a politician say, especially a prominent politician. This is uh, your boy Adam Schiff, and we'll watch um, a little bit of Congressman Schiff here. He means exactly what he said. Uh, and people failed to take that seriously at our national peril. Uh, this is a moment that I would say to any Republican of good conscience working in the administration, it is time for you to resign. It is time for you to resign. If you have been debating about whether you can continue to serve the country by serving this president, you can't. It is time to resign. And I would say to those who have been on the sidelines, maintaining a dignified silence who have served in the administration in the past, you cannot maintain your silence any longer. You must resign, Adam Schiff says. And he's quoting the get rid of the ballots, there won't be a transfer, <laughs> which I think is taking Trump way out of context. He's, he's, he's pushing to stop the, the uh, mail-out voting, which, you know, it's just a political stance. I don't... I don't necessarily agree with them or disagree with them. We need we need a plan as a country um, to make sure that people's votes are the driving factor behind the outcome in the election, right? And uh, any plan, anything we go with, has to address all the different problems that voting could happen. That could happen with people voting, like uh, people cast trying to cast multiple votes or mailing in and showing up. People. Um, hijacking envelopes in the postal chain. I mean, these are just common sense things that have to be figured out. And then there's deeper stuff too, but this is just like real border, real surface issues. You have to maintain dignified speech now. You have to speak out. Do not wait until after the election. Do not wait until we have the chaos the president wants after the election when he seeks to, as he said, get rid of the ballots. Because if you do wait, knowing... <laughs> Sorry about that. I started coughing. Uh, my laugh turned into a cough. Um, as he said, quote, get rid of the ballots. It's like, that's a funny quote to just take someone out of context and say, <laughs> he said, get rid of the ballots. But I mean, Trump has said some crazy things, but I think it's quite clear that he's talking about the mail, 
the uh, the unsolicited mail out and then mail in ballots um and the ballot harvesting and i think that uh this project veritas thing can be it's going to be very interesting in the coming days so i would if i was you i would go check out his uh youtube channel you know we're going to cover it here um but i think that it's going to result in massive censorship on people who who cover this stuff They've already threatened that if if hacked material or things that are uh, trying to sway the election come out, that they'll delete it. it it's crazy. It's it's like that. But they won't do it for like Trump. Remember, uh, Medina Trump's sister or someone come out and like have some tapes on him or something in Woodrow, whatever that guy's name is, uh, Bob. They all have tapes on Trump and and. Facebook and Google and Twitter will happily host those. But if anything comes out on Biden, they have this excuse that they can use that somebody's, oh, they're, they're trying to tamper in the election with hacked information. They're already kind of prepping. So I'm, I'm really curious what's going to happen with the Project Veritas. In their own words, the biggest story, I want to cover this because I see some people are rolling in. Shout out to everybody out there. Uh, he says, we will release the biggest story we've ever done. He says, um, well, we are about to expose the largest voter fraud scheme in American history, and it's worse than you could have ever imagined. Well, we'll have to see what happens and if they delete it and if they censor people. But the the funny thing he said here is that um, all Republicans have to resign. There is no question that he means exactly what he said. Uh, and people fail to take that seriously at our national peril. Uh, this is a moment that I would say to any Republican of good conscience working in the administration, it is time for you to resign. <laughs> it is time for you to resign. I guess he said from the administration, but still, I mean, it's all of these people are insane in my book. They're all off their rockers. Here's um, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, he says that people swallow uh, Clorox, and we hear about it for the rest of our lives. But he's trying to have the Constitution of the United States swallow Clorox. And uh, I appreciate these questions that all of you have. He's trying to have the Constitution of the United States swallow Clorox. I mean, soundbite for the ages. One more time. He says that people swallow uh, Clorox, and we hear about it for the rest of our lives. But he's trying to have the Constitution of the United States swallow Clorox. And uh, I appreciate these questions that all of you have this morning, and I guess provoked by the arrogance and the disregard for the Constitution with the president's statement. Nancy Pelosi, the person who said, well, if Trump declared a national emergency at the border, we can declare a national emergency with gun violence and confiscate all the guns when we get a Democrat in the office. And now she's talking about the, the Constitution and upholding it only when it suits her. Only when it suits her. This is very concerning here. I'm not sure what to make of it. It could be somebody like kind of planting, a, you know, um, something that looks bad on the movement. But it looks bad, right? It's It looks like they're trying to burn down a library, a public library. It's like. No excuse for this. So you lost me here. I mean, a lot of people, I've been lost 
for a lot of these protesters a while now, but um, this is so dumb. Uh, somebody made a funny point too. It's like notice that the notice that the uh, nobody looted the library, and that is kind of interesting, right? Like most, like who would just burn a library? And it is a topic that I was going to cover yesterday, and then this popped up. It's kind of like a weird, um, a weird sign from God or something. But there's been all these burnt libraries throughout history. Um, in the War of eighteen twelve, or I think it was maybe like eighteen fourteen, uh, the the U.S. Uh, the Library of Congress was burnt with a bunch of really rare, valuable books. Uh, Library of Alexandria, obviously. Uh, there's a, a bunch of them. You can find like the Wikipedia on it. And uh, of course, burning somebody's library could be, dele- you know, deleting their knowledge and making it so that their people become ignorant again and they don't have the luxury of of the knowledge. But it could also be um, a cover if you if you were to steal the books and then burn the place. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at either, but I don't like people throwing flares into public libraries. That's so dumb. And I'm not saying I agree with like the curation of the libraries and that they have all the best books in the world and that they don't have biases or anything, but a book's a book. I mean, it's you shouldn't be offended by you know, Mein Kampf. It's just like a it's a historical book that you can learn from all right moving on uh josh kaplan says justice department orders loren county pennsylvania to to change ballot practices after military ballots found discarded so i'm not sure exactly what that entails um so a bunch of new fbi texts came out uh, and according to this assessment here, shows FBI agents were so horrified by the bureaucrats' actions to take down Trump that they purchased liability insurance to protect themselves after they got sued. So uh, here's the, what I was referencing earlier. Pelosi says she is not considering a Trump impeachment. Quote, I don't think he's worth the trouble at this point. Not sure if that's uh, going to be her final position. Um, Oh, we covered this. The Seattle police officer riding his bicycle over a protester's head placed on paid leave as they investigate. So uh, we'll we'll look into it ourselves as they laugh at the footage behind closed doors. I'm, I'm just assuming. I mean, maybe they'll actually hold him to account. But we've seen this time and time again. They... They have different rules for the police officers than everybody else. All right, this is a very concerning story here. Amazon's bizarre home drone flies around inside your house. So Amazon, which you might have started to worry about due to their ring program and how it teams up with the police so that they can access your footage pretty easily if you opt in and it's, it's you know, easy to opt in. Um... The ring is like a camera you put, most people put it like on their uh, doorbell or it is a doorbell thing, but they also sell like standalone cameras that people put in their houses. Now they're selling this, which flies around and then like docks back in its charger and uh, very, very concerning 
development here. It's like eye in the sky in your house. You, it's like Minority Report. Um, and then we've also heard about things like, uh, let me pull up the thing. It's called Harpa. The Health Advanced Research Project Agency. Um, it's a, like DARPA. But what they say is they're going to use things like Google Home and Apple Watches, Fitbits, Amazon Echo. And uh, they have this project called Safe Home to keep tabs on us and determine if we would become violent. Now, this article tries to make it sound like it's Trump's plan. As far as I could tell, it was being pitched to Trump, and I don't think it got rolled out yet. But I knew I do know they rolled out their um their massive net where they download everything and analyze it for red flags that people post online on all their different accounts and aggregate it and keep tabs on everybody for red flags. So I just wanted to show that. That's Harpa. And this is one of the companies involved with that. Now they're selling drones that people are buying to fly around their house. Why? Why would you ever do this? We know when something happens, our customers want to be able to see every, to see exactly what's going on. But it's not always feasible to have whole home coverage. The device's ability to navigate your home is sure to concern privacy experts who have already blasted Amazon for Ring's partnership with hundreds of police departments across the U.S. Yeah. I mean, anyone who doesn't see that, the fact that it says privacy experts might be concerned, it's like anyone with two brain cells might be concerned. Um, I don't even want to play this, this video right here. Um, but I thought this was a really interesting thing for the president to be saying. Uh, Trump tweets out, Democrats are rigging our 2020 election. So, um, <laughs> they, they, of course, fact-checked him down here. Learn how voting by mail is safe and secure. Can you tell me the difference between safe and secure in this sentence? Twitter seems redundant. All right, here's somebody who was uh, pro not protesting, who was covering the protest as an independent journalist and had to back off due to multiple threats to take and break cameras and being berated all night by the organizers and anarchists. So I'm not sure exactly where this uh, happened. Let's see if we can see. Minneapolis, I guess. And I agree with this right here. If you attack the free press, you are a fascist. Well said. All right, next up. This is a concerning video. Everybody. Um, people are calling this stock. People are calling this woman Stockholm Syndrome Karen. I'll let you be the judge. You don't. Good afternoon, everybody. Here's a lesson in mask wearing during a pandemic. This is how you wear your mask. You don't wear it like this. You certainly don't wear it like this. You have to cover all of this. So put it on, 
just like this, snug around the nose. There are no excuses about how you have asthma. You have... Wait, no excuses for people with asthma? Is that... I feel like that's a violation of ADA, right? American Disability Act? What a horrible Nazi-like attitude to say that people with disabilities are less than you and that they should have to do whatever you do just because you can do it, Karen? I don't know if that's her real name. All right, let's keep watching. Issues with anxiety. You're claustrophobic. You know what that makes you? A fucking asshole. Wear your mask. I just left Walmart, and it's fucking ridiculous how much of this I'm seeing walking around. We're never going to get over this pandemic. Now, in a little while, I have to go to work where I'm going to spend my entire night in a fucking panic attack because I got this walking around a goddamn warehouse. Oh, my beard is in the way. Ooh, I can't breathe. Fuck you. Wear your goddamn fucking mask. Have a great day. All right. So, um, have a great day. I'll just take, I'll just leave with that. I'll take that away from it. And I will. I will. I'm not going to wear a stupid mask. All right, next one. Uh, how much more stupid can this all get? I'm afraid to ask. A team of dogs are trained out to sniff the coronavirus in Finland. So according to this little video, which I, I very much doubt if this is even possible, but they take a little sample from each passenger and then these dogs can smell COVID, right? And then the dogs tell them, okay, there might be some COVID in here, boss. And if the dog smells the COVID, then they give a regular COVID test to confirm the results. Because it makes a ton of sense, right? Dogs can smell viruses. All right, next up, Kirsty Lewis says um, that the 10 p.m. curfew is actually having a terrible effect because everyone just goes out to beat the curfew. And we have this... this big peak here where everyone's out at the same time. So what is this really accomplishing? And the same thing can be said to Australia's curfew, New Zealand's everywhere with the curfew. Um, are you really stopping contacts? No, you're stopping freedom. And that's our last story here. So I'm going to open up the panel because I haven't done that in a while. If anybody wants to come on the panel, we will be accepting uh, calls. So I'm gonna put the link out in the chat. Just click that link and you'll be teleported into the show. And we'll, we'll do a quick recap of the news for people who just showed up and to see if anybody wants to, uh, tune in or, uh, join the, the call. A lot of people are sharing this around that, um, Sonoma County Central Landfill, 94-92-8, a lot of ballots were found. Um, but we don't know if this has uh, been confirmed. It, people are you know, already trying to cast doubt, saying that it was a... Uh, um, I'm trying to find an, art, an article here to see. Can't find it. Uh, 
people are saying maybe these are empty envelopes after they took the ballots for maybe like a primary or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but very concerning to people who are concerned about uh, election tampering, election fraud. Here's what we're seeing in, in uh, the UK. After 10 p.m., they go around looking for people breaking the rules, peeking in your, your mail slots. Kate Shimarani appears to have been arrested, and from what I can tell, she's still in police custody, or she's out and is being quiet. I mean, maybe that was, maybe she's got a gag order or something that prevents her from saying anything to the people. I don't know, but uh, as far as I can tell, she was arrested not yesterday, but the day before. So very concerning. My, my, uh, I'm just hoping she, I'm hoping she, uh, gets, gets out of that mess. Here's what happened with her again, um, from, uh, eyewitness. The 23rd of September 2020, I'm outside the Houses of Parliament. I've been campaigning all day with Kate Shimarani and Fiona Hine, and we've just had the CID, the Metropolitan Police, arrest Kate and Fiona. I presume for their taking part in the Trafalgar Square rally a week last Saturday. So that's what people are, are suspecting, that they're arresting her for organizing a protest, will probably be what they claim, which is how they keep us from ever... Uh, grouping up is uh, they just take out the the leaders, and I'm not I'm not saying she was an organizer of the protest because um, apparently that's illegal. So I would never say that she did that, uh, but it should be completely legal. Um, it's crazy. This is a crazy world. It's all all backwards. Here she is asking why is she getting arrested, and then people the uh, other police officers covering for the arrest the arresting officers by forcing the cameras away. So it looks like nobody wants to take us up on the panel, which is all right. We're, we're winding down anyway. Um, let's just see. I want to remind people of the big stories here. It looks like the election's going to be a mess. All the politicians are sellout liars, seemingly. Oh, that's the big story that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. James O'Keefe promising a big expose next week on Monday. Biggest story he's ever done on ballot harvesting. He says, we are about to expose the largest voter fraud scheme in American history, and it's worse than you could have ever imagined. So uh, that's the news for today. I thank everybody for tuning in. And uh, I want to go shout out some people in the chat. Say hi if you're in the chat. And uh, leave any comments that I missed that you want me to see. So uh, shout out to Born Again for Christ, Sassy Frass, uh, Eerie Fairy, good to see you again. Question Authority, thank you everybody for stopping by. Jack Kos, Magic Monkey, Charlotte Sometimes, good to see you again Charlotte and everybody else. Let's see who else is in here. Zoe Kep, good to see you. Dabs. Beyond Awake, thank you everyone for stopping by. Uh, the Rasta Man Lives, good to see you again. Kimmy asks, why didn't Tim talk about the Ohio mom? I did talk about that yesterday. Actually, that clip is being heavily copyright struck, or I would talk about it more. But um, that is a very sad situation, and it's going viral on the internet. So keep sharing that story, people, of the woman who 
was arrested for and tased or something. I don't know if they actually tased her, but they like started the tase gun at a at a uh, like a football game or something, just in the stands with people in her own household. It's insane what they're doing to people. Makes me really mad. Uh, Boo41916, thanks for stopping by. Old white woman in the chat, thanks for being here. Muddy May, Liberticide, Richard Lopez, Steven, good to see everybody. Super I says they tased her for a little bit. Oh man, it's terrible. I hope, I hope that cop gets what's coming. So uh, I hope everybody has a great day and uh, more to come. I'm going to be making a video. Thank you, Sassy, for sharing that link. Uh, that's how you can get uh, the video that I'm working on uh, really hard lately and uh, probably a little too much. But uh, it's it's like 30 psychological experiments, my interpretation of them. But more importantly, I want to focus on like this, this uh, knowledge that they're seeking. And this is, you know, their, their experiments are proof that they're seeking this knowledge. And these are experiments that most of us would never run. I mean, we wouldn't be allowed to run it. We wouldn't want to run it. These human experimentation studies that we know about that I want to talk about um, are very unethical, a lot of them. Uh, and w so we kind of have to take their word and they've, they could be propaganda. We could just be hearing a conclusion they want us to think. But it shows that they're doing this type of experimentation. And I think we have to consider also the experimentation that goes on in the shadows that we don't know about because this, this provides a tremendous value. And let me, let me maybe show you one example uh, to kind of show you like, and I'm going to be talking about all these stories. I'm, I don't mean to like put it behind a paywall or something. Um, I, I'm just trying to be able to show clips and stuff and I don't want to put it on YouTube. And this is a good way to, for us to, to team up and get funding for the channel if you want to support. But uh, there's a, a really interesting study that I want to use as, as an example here. Right here. This is the Tryon rat experiment. And just ask yourself if you or anybody you've ever met would do this experiment. No. But people out there are doing experiments like this and learning from it and writing journals. And it's all owned by the publishers and it's all privatized and people aren't even really allowed to like share the results from these studies sometimes it's all like crazy uh and, and i think a lot of people who grew up with the internet don't even understand how how publishing is a real limiting factor on on the spread of knowledge so okay basically this is a really interesting study though i i think it's a little bit unethical i mean very unethical but basically, they took um, white rats, I think, and they bred them based on how well they navigated the maze. So they wanted to see if the uh, best performers in uh, the maze would uh, breed the best performers in the maze. And uh, for whatever reason, it they did. And the worst performers, when they were bred... Perform, uh, resulted in worse performing children and offspring. And this is the seventh generation after they kept repeating that, doing the selective breeding. And uh, there's different explanations as to why this could happen. Maybe they had better peripheral vision or something like that. Um, 
I don't know, but it's it's interesting to know. And they actually uh, took a precaution to to uh, separate nature from nurture, and they put um they put the baby rats with the opposite parents. So they would put the what they call the bright rats, the the rats who do a better job of solving the maze, with the dull parents and the dull children with the bright parents. So I mean, if you just think about like this experiment, it's it's incredibly interesting, and it helps us get some glimpse into some some deep questions that we've always wondered about, like our connection with our parents and how much of an impact nature versus nurture plays on our lives and the lives of others. But it's nothing any of us would do, but it's something that evil people, not, not necessarily evil, but there's a lot of people who would do such experiments for their own knowledge. And that's kind of evil. I think this experiment is evil, to be honest. Um, to think like a an animal's life is only to be uh, studied. And I don't know. I'm curious what everyone thinks about this and other things, but this is called the Tryon's rat experiment. And also this was like way back in 1940. I don't know if it's been replicated. Could all be, um, could be fake. I don't know. Could, there could be other rationale or other reasons to it. Maybe, maybe memory is, passed along in some ways to the children. These are some things that we have to consider, but uh, I I appreciate everyone for tuning in. And if this is the type of thing that interests you, I'm going to be putting out a multiple hour video uh, going through about 30 experiments over the past hundred years that I think show like kind of, well, first off it shows that psychology is still, uh, they don't know how, how (laughs) it works. Um, and they make a lot of mistakes and I, I can't stand a lot of it like Freud and stuff. I can't stand Freud. I don't think he's right. So I, I just look at like the actual experiments that were done where people make claims and they're not all perfect, but they, um, they're interesting subject matter. So lots more to come. I've got more books coming in the mail on the subject. So I'm, I'm trying to, to learn as much as I can so I can share it with everybody out there, but I appreciate everyone tuning in to this news rundown for September the 25th. Shout out to everybody in the chat and who everyone who watches it later. And I hope you all have a great day.